you know what? I was I was, I wanted to start this episode with a shitty Steven Seagal impression, but I don't even think I can do one because it's he's such a weird. <laughs> you just gotta kind of like, talk like you're out of breath all the time. And it's like kind and of like every line you just kind of go down. It's very Cajun, is what I thought. Yeah. He's like yeah. Sometimes you gotta really talk like this. Hey everybody, then, welcome then, to this show. You talk like you just had like a really big greasy meal. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta get this movie going. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? I'm Luke. My name is Zach over here. Oh man! And today we are talking about a movie called Sniper Special Ops mm-hmm. uh, for the show, which Holy is called shit. Broke Box Office. Broke Box Office. Holy shit! Yes. Holy shit, indeed. Um, so we mentioned last week how neither of us were really sure if we'd ever seen a Steven Seagal movie before. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw, you know, because I was running through people's uh, IMDb's, obviously. I have seen one movie that he is in, but I wouldn't necessarily call it like a Steven Seagal movie. Okay. Uh, it's called Executive Decision. It's from like the mid-90s, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's in that, but it wasn't one of his like starring okay. roles. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen that. It's a um, very weird thing where like I feel like I might enjoy a Steven Seagal movie if it was made before the year two thousand. Mm-hmm. But these new ones, I I imagine, are all like this. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's kind of confusing to me, to be honest, because like, so I I did a little bit of just kind of snooping around and reading about Steven Seagal because I was like, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. Like. How did we get here? <laughs> um, and it really seems like there's, uh, uh, you know, his his earlier films from the 90s do seem to be relatively well respected. Like some of mm-hmm. them people say are good. Um, yeah. But I like was it, like, how did this guy become an actor? <laughs> I feel like in my um, mind, he uh, occupies sort of the same space as like Dolph Lundgren, maybe where it's like, yeah, yeah I would watch a movie like that. Or honestly, um, and then he just kept going. I don't know if this is being too harsh, but like The Rock, you know? Mm. Yeah, maybe early Steven Seagal is similar to The Rock. I do think The Rock is is better, but like the same kind of deal. He just Man, always does the same thing. Yeah, you know what? We we watched uh, Jingle All the Way just the other day. Yeah, and we were talking about like the the similarities and differences between Arnold and The Rock, and I just appreciate Arnold so much more than like basically anyone else because he's just always yeah. seems so game for whatever he's doing yeah like he, he makes the crazy the faces and he like yeah every time put that cookie down <laughs> like who else <laughs> you're gonna have seen that fight yeah he's the king um, gotta find an arnold movie dude on this show Ooh, that's a good idea we should make that a goal yeah uh, for the new year but so i read up a little bit on mr steven seagal okay. um <laughs> from, from it's funny that you mentioned he <laughs> yeah. has uh, that you were picking up some Cajun because he does live in Louisiana. Okay. Uh, where he is a police officer, mm, apparently. Yeah, I've heard about that. Um, <laughs> but uh, he got his start in acting because uh, obviously, first, he was a martial artist and mm-hmm. he has like a black belt in a bunch of different types of martial arts. Um, and there apparently some big uh, like Hollywood guy was one of his students of martial arts and then, uh, like, quote okay. unquote discovered him right. or whatever still not precisely <laughs> sure why but um yeah, what did that's they see how it in happened this guy? i know right 
he i mean anyway uh <laughs> so when it comes to his more well-known stuff it's like you know and i've seen none of these but on deadly ground above the law under siege uh, these are the things that are in his known for. Mm-hmm. So those all like sound kind of familiar. I feel like right, yeah. Um, so that's pretty much all I had to say about him. There's a couple mm-hmm. other people in this movie that are kind of interesting. Um, uh, we have Rob Van Dam who plays Vasquez. <laughs> yeah, that uh, threw me for a second when I saw it in the credits. I was like, yeah. oh wait, it's spelled wrong. It's spelled differently. <laughs> Uh, and he is a wrestler. He's like a WWE uh, wrestler. Okay. Uh, apparently. That makes a lot of sense. Um, or he used to be at the very least. Um, it seems when it comes to his uh, filmography, it mostly is uh, just kind of B stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's fine, you know. Yeah. He was a wrestler for a long time. So uh, we have Tim Abel, who plays Vic, who honestly is the main character. Let's be real. Um, yeah, dude holy yeah. shit that's something we gotta <laughs> talk about for sure um and he uh does a reasonable amount of stuff he has like a ton of credits uh nothing that really rang a bell to me yeah but it does seem like he does a lot of um because he had a lot of credits as additional crew and i was like what hmm. does that mean okay. and it seems like he does uh like adr he does just like background kind of voice acting for stuff just like chatter yeah and for like big stuff like he's credited as a background voice in uh bright and the magnificent seven and suicide squad (laughs) and fury Um, yeah so how how do you get that job i know right i was like that sounds awesome i bet that'd be easy as hell (laughs) yeah um so yeah he he does a lot of that and he also does a fair amount of uh regular acting if you want to say mm-hmm. i don't know um a bit of a surprise for me was that it seems like the one whose career is going the best like right now is charlene amoya who plays um janet the photographer whatever okay uh she is doing a lot of cool stuff she was really? in two two out of the three fear street movies Oh wow! It just came out. Uh, she was also in The Conjuring Three. Um, Whoa! And again, like I don't remember wh- who yeah, she was, but her character has her a name. Okay. She played Judy Glatzel. Wow, what a name! Uh, but the coolest thing I wanted to mention was that uh, she does play um, Wendy, the waitress in How I Met Your Mother. Oh um, my god. And as soon as I read that, I was like, yeah, I could see okay, that. wait. Yeah, she does, doesn't she? <laughs> She's got... So she, yeah, so she yeah. has, I think it said 17 episodes wow. of How I Met Your Mother. Only 17? Um, That's surprising, huh? Yeah, but I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, Man, we need the waitress. Yeah, and she has a bunch of other stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. one episode of, of everything you could think of, NCIS, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, and then the last uh, actor, really, that I wanted <laughs> to mention... I was uh, waiting for this one. Yep. This is, I think, by far the most solid connection we've ever had in Broke Box Office because, mm-hmm. like, a main character truly in two movies that we've mm-hmm. covered, Jason Shane Scott, yep. who uh, in this film plays Tyler, and uh, <laughs> fans of the show will know Don't him mean... from 
Murder at the mansion. <laughs> also, you gotta make sure to refer to him as Tyler the Specialist because they fucking call him that yes. constantly. Specialist Tyler. <laughs> but um, yeah, dude. So, but, yeah. so it's so fucking funny watching this movie. I I had a thought like you know as it was going on, I was like, this exact type of movie is like the fucking Lifetime movie for men. Mm-hmm. And then this fucking dude shows yeah. up, and he he's in this as well as the Lifetime movie. So he just does. He's got work at both angles. He does, and he does a lot of both. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Um, wow. Just so much. I feel like he was more tolerable in this. I don't know. Like he, he didn't yeah. look as sort of like weird and and made out. He didn't. What did you compare him to? Like a cigar store Indian or something? <laughs> like he he looked like a real person in this one. Right, and you know, I feel like he had an easier job of it in in this. All he oh, had to yeah, do was certainly shout stuff really yeah um but yeah that's all i wanted to talk about i can believe that that's hilarious i know (laughs) okay well uh i'll talk about this was directed and written by a guy named fred olin ray which the name was kind of familiar to me i wasn't Mm -hmm. sure if it should have been or not but he apparently is a pretty big dude um he has oh let's see uh 162 director credits on IMDb, but according Whoa. to Wikipedia, it's over 200, um, which makes sense when you consider that he has done a lot of like really, really small shit. Yeah. Um, I just want to read his little biography here on IMDb, because I think that encapsulates it, where it says, uh, his early career was filled with low-budget horror and science fiction films, but the market eventually dried up, and he switched to producing softcore TNA videos of the type shown late at night on Showtime and Cinemax. Okay. His films rarely cost more than $500,000, and he has written under at least 30 different pen names. And here's a fun fact. He was one of the first to fill time at the end of his films with outtakes. So I guess outtakes originally were a way to stretch the length of your film into a feature film. Oh my god, that's so funny. Just like, oh, just like include some of the B-roll here. Why not? (laughs) Um, So yeah, you know, this, he, like I said, he has over 162 credits, and this movie is in his known for section. So oh wow that should give you an idea Holy i mean you know cow <laughs> so yeah and if you look through his his career on imdb you can get a sense of like you know in the 80s he's doing stuff like the tomb and frankenstein's brain and mm-hmm. evil spawn and then you know you go on to the 90s he's doing stuff like little miss magic and uh mom's out of sight and then you go on to the 2000s and he's doing stuff like bikini airways and uh, the good, the bad, and the beautiful, and then oh my keep going, God. keep going, and then we're into stuff like Busty Housewives of Beverly Hills, or uh, uh, <laughs> Christmas in Vermont. He does get into those as well. A Wedding for Christmas, you know, Christmas Princess. Not, you know, the yeah. Christmas Prince is the name of the Netflix one. You know what? Yeah, that, he... <laughs> that's so interesting. That that makes me feel like this guy is is a real like technician. And because he clearly doesn't care much about like what he's making, he just likes to make movies, I guess. Yeah, which is he likes to make them like for no money. Yeah, (laughs) that's so Uh, interesting. I read a thing that said like the the very first movie he made was done for like or not maybe not the first one. One of the one of his first ones it says a budget of two hundred and ninety eight dollars. Holy cow, dude! (laughs) It's like damn, dude. Wow. (laughs) Because apparently he like worked at a TV station in Orlando, Florida, huh? Um, yeah, so this guy's a pretty cool guy. Apparently he was an influence on Quentin Tarantino. 
uh, he loaned Quentin Tarantino a camera to make his first movie. So oh wow, yeah, he's just kind of like that's one of those so guys bad. that's just like been around doing like yeah. wacky shit, <laughs> just doing his thing. Oh wait, huh. did he do Evil Tunes? That's a movie I've heard of. Why is that not as known for section? Anyways, Fred Olin Ray. Yeah, he's he's oh, he's a guy. I want to watch more of his stuff. Yeah, <laughs> preferably not you know one like this, but yeah. Uh, he was also one of the producers here, along with Steven Seagal, of course, mm-hmm. and like six other people who I'm not going to go into. Uh, music was by a guy named Nick Sewell, who had 42 composer credits. And again, this is in his known for section. So, you know, <laughs> uh, he's worked on a lot of similar stuff to the guy I was just talking about. But he also has worked as a musician or like in the music department on some stuff I did recognize, like TV shows like... Uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man or Transformers oh, or okay. Robot Chicken. Nice. Um, and then the Disney Infinity video games, I guess. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I thought that was a funny credit. For the Transformers, he was credited as the singer for the main title vocals. <laughs> oh, like, no way. Oh, you can just hear his voice. Transformers, <laughs> more than meets the eye. Uh, not the original, the 2014 oh. version. But I don't know if it's, I wonder if it's the same song, just like a cover version of it. Yeah, I don't even know. Um Anyways, uh, cinematography here is by Stuart Brereton, who has 47 credits. Um, again, most like this. Some looked like sci-fi originals. Some were Hallmarks. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them I did recognize, Two-Headed Shark Attack. Ah. So, good job. <laughs> nice. And then this this I thought would be funny to do, and it ended up being kind of incredible. Um, I want to do a spotlight on Chris Romrell, mm-hmm. because he is the stunt double for Steven Seagal. Okay. And he probably gets about as much screen time as Steven Seagal. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and the stunts we're talking about are like going downstairs and like <laughs> crouching and running. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, luckily that practice helped him out. And after this, he went on to do stunts for things like Wind River, which is a pretty cool Ooh, movie. Yeah, I love that movie. Uh, Creed 2 um nice the watchman tv show and also thor ragnarok and captain marvel and hawkeye holy hell yeah wow. which got him hooked up into marvel which apparently got him hooked up with chris pratt and he has been specifically the stunt double for chris pratt in infinity war Endgame, the tomorrow war and he will be in jurassic world dominion and cowboy ninja viking whatever the fuck that is holy shit um, so yeah, he I guess made a good good career out of looking yeah. kind of like Chris Pratt and doing stunts. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Good for so him. You gotta figure out if you look sort of like any famous actor and just be like, oh yeah, I'll fall yeah. down a bunch. <laughs> I know, right? I have a friend who does that actually really? in New York. He does stand-in stuff, not stunt doubles, okay. but he does uh, stand-in stuff oh, all the yeah. time. Yeah. Did I ever um, tell you about one of my friends was the the like hand double for jennifer lawrence in mother oh my god <laughs> it was funny we watched it one time and we, we played a drinking game where it's like okay anytime you think that's her hands take a drink <laughs> <laughs> it was hard to tell yeah but anyway that's so funny because i i read when i was looking around about steven seagal i read that he notoriously refuses to spend more than like three hours a day on set yeah i mean we can so we can get... his stunt double probably worked a lot <laughs> we can get started talking about this now uh yeah. the the very premise of the movie i was thinking like if you're okay <laughs> i from what i know steven seagal is a shitty dude so i don't feel bad making fun of him mm-hmm. and i also want to yeah. say like um i'm an out of shape guy 
<laughs> but <laughs> so I, I don't feel bad saying like if you're like a fucking shitty out of shape like middle aging yeah. late middle aged dude and you want to be in a movie where you're like a total badass but uh-huh. not move around a lot sniper obviously the way to go and i like i feel like that's why he did this movie he's like this is gonna be easy yeah just yeah, sit yeah, yeah. There and then i'll be totally cool and do headshots all the time yeah <laughs> so sniper special ops that's how this came about i have to imagine he just wanted like some sort of vanity project and then they got like so little footage they were like i guess we have to make another movie inside of this movie yeah because he like isn't he doesn't do a lot of sniping to no, be yeah, honest. that's what I was kind of surprised about too. <laughs> like, there's no American sniper going on here. He just no. He has. I, yeah, he... I don't get it. I I I do have to say, in in line with what you're talking about, I feel like one of the biggest failures here, and really in Steven Seagal's entire career, is his like refusal to accept that he's aging. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like he doesn't at at the very least. You know, I don't care for Clint Eastwood either, but like at the very least, Clint Eastwood now is making films that are like thematically, you know, he plays an old guy. In yeah. Them. Well, it, it straight up feels like everyone in this movie is pretending that Steven Seagal is 20 years younger than he is. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, there's kind of a lot because I feel like mo- I don't <laughs> I don't know a lot about, uh, you know, the military, but I have to imagine that fucking like special ops teams aren't full of like yeah 45 year old dudes yeah yeah honestly uh, like the only guy that looked right was the fucking dude from murder mm-hmm, the mansion mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna say that too when he showed up i was like oh okay yeah <laughs> the rest of these guys are like fucking sons of anarchy <laughs> i wonder if steven seagal makes everyone else in his movies have a bad beard mm, i don't know so that his bad beard is less bad i wonder why he's like so, like what is his oh my god i guess it's like (laughs) because there is a a whole like faction of dudes who think that the whole like backwards hat and and like wraparound sunglasses and like really tight goatee is like a cool intimidating bad dude look and i guess they're the target audience for this fucking movie because there are probably also people who think snipers are totally awesome yeah Um, but man anytime he stands up and you can see that he's like really filling out that bulletproof vest Mm -hmm. And then you see him like his stunt double is not at all. So you're like, oh wow, yeah. <laughs> and at least get like a fat guy stunt double. <laughs> I feel like this this is where I could bring up like this movie wasn't quite what I was expecting it to be. Mm-hmm. In that it's a it's a little less like campy than I thought. It is for the most part somewhat realistic. It and pretty much everybody except for steven seagal is fine i didn't yeah. really care i didn't really care for the the woman who was the the photographer i didn't think she mm-hmm. was very good um but i thought like particularly the main guy the guy that played vic i was like okay this guy's like a f- totally fine actor like yeah that's that's a weird thing in that like i feel like the most of the quality of the movie is like relatively pretty good oh yeah it's certainly just like, like the picture quality and the 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 production value is very yeah. decent it just compared to what like we're used to. Sucks in a weird way that I can't really figure out. <laughs> right. Like, and it, and it, it's not because I was worried at the beginning when they're just like the fucking Taliban is here. I was like, oh boy, we're gonna get some like you know, speaking of American sniper, mm-hmm. that kind of like jingo bullshit. But there really isn't a whole lot of that. I Dude, guess. Dude, I the whole movie I was like, 
I was ready for it to to get racist, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really. Dude, yeah, especially good, when I guess they introduced the the okay, and we gotta talk about the fucking congressman guy. Um, yeah, they I mean, int- well, that whole thing is. They introduced him and they're like, oh, he's anti-war. And I was like, okay, well, he's going to end up being like the bad guy who's behind everything or some shit. Yeah. But he just kind of like exits the movie and they forget about it. Like, <laughs> I guess we can that go is... through the plot quickly. But yeah, yeah that yeah, blew yeah, my yeah. mind when it got to the end of the movie. And I was like, okay, so uh, wait a second. What the fuck happened okay. to that guy? <laughs> Wasn't important at all. It, yeah. it was a whole thing. <laughs> oh, okay. So, I mean, we start with the only sequence in the whole movie that has any uh, anything done with an actual sniper rifle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sniper rifle. Sniper rifle. Oh, the only thing with a sniper rifle. I'm gonna um, shoot him with a sniper rifle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steven Seagal is gonna take out a couple guys. They're on this mission to uh, recover the package. Is all we hear at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we come to find out it's this congressman, and it's the 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 team is is what like Steven Seagal and like seven or eight other guys it yeah, starts out as just like very like interchangeable dudes yeah one of them has a it's a foot. very yeah it's a very vanilla uh kind of combat scene it's got a very bad case of that whole thing of all of the enemy combatants being total fucking morons <laughs> and just oh you mean how they ru- just run into the middle yeah, of the like, street <laughs> yeah one of them will be like clearly behind good cover and then will just like run out into the middle of the street mm-hmm. and then get shot and die yeah, um, that happens throughout the entire film. You know so. what bothered me is that all the shootout scenes are just like close up, like mid shots of someone shooting yes. their gun, and yep. then like another shot of someone else falling over. And I was like, "There's no like," but then I was like, "What? What are good? Like, what do good shootout scenes look like?" Because I don't know how else you couldn't sh- like film the whole like them shooting them across the whatever. Mm-mm. So like, how do they film good shootout? Because I know I've seen good ones, but these were just like totally disconnected and it's like oh everyone's like shooting in di- these different directions and you're like i guess there's a guy over there right. i have no way of knowing you know maybe right. that's it is like the sense of place like you never get a sense of what the area they're in looks like so you can't tell like who's doing what yeah definitely it's it's always that kind of thing of where like i assume that they have good cover but like i'm not really sure because i don't know where everything is right now do you know what i'm talking about mm, yeah 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 they, a lot of times they're just like standing next to a car and i'm like yeah I'm sure there's nobody behind you right yes yeah yeah anyway they're gonna get the the congressman uh and they have to leave uh steven seagal and this other dude uh they have to leave him behind because mm-hmm. they accomplished their mission and so they have to go and they can't wait any longer so they have to leave uh steven seagal stays behind to take care of and this is, I, uh, you know, what we were talking about earlier, how there, this really, there's two totally divergent plots mm-hmm. in this movie. Um, for the rest of the movie, Steven Seagal is just going to be hanging out with this kid who... Yeah, um, I would hesitate is, to even call his part of the movie a plot, even. <laughs> and this fucking dude is acting circles around Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, real good. <laughs> it was so he's fucking funny. Good. And he's so sweaty, and Steven yes. Seagal is bone dry the whole yeah. time. <laughs> I was like, I would have imagined it would have been the opposite. Like, Steven Seagal yeah. seems like he would be a sweaty guy, but he probably was like, uh, give me, like, ten fans pointed at me. Yeah. But he, I felt so bad for this kid, because I was like, uh-huh. man, he has given it his all. He's talking about, like, I can't feel my legs, man. Mm-hmm. And he's just getting... Like, you remind me of my little brother. You remind me. 
I'm not going to leave you. Um, so, I mean, really, we don't even need to return to that until the very end because nothing mm-hmm. nothing happens. Yeah, he, like, goes to get, like, water and a med pack at some point, and yeah. then, like, it goes well, and he just goes back upstairs. <laughs> and yeah. For most of the movie, he is seated. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, um, these other people. Yes. Um, they get I back do wanna, to the I base. Do, there's yeah. one more thing I wanted to say about fucking Steven Seagal. And this was surprising <laughs> to me because uh-huh. he's known for the action stuff. But the way he holds a gun, <laughs> yes, dude, that is was so weird. Okay, I guess we have to talk about that because that is the gif that uh, we saw on Reddit. Me and my friend that he was like, "Dude, you gotta do this movie." Uh huh. Um, where he's like walking around with the gun, with the like butt or the stock, whatever you want to call it, like above his shoulder. Yes, he holds it like it's a phone. He holds it like he's cooking something and holding the phone up to his ear with his shoulder. You know what yeah, I'm talking about? yeah. Oh my god, that's a good way of putting it's it. Very bizarre. It is, and okay. I do want to like a disclaimer. I did see someone comment on that gif that's like, "Well, this is an actual way that you can like hold a gun." Blah blah blah. But it fucking doesn't look like it. Like if you're making a movie, yeah. just hold it the regular yeah. way. Don't be like, well, it looks technically whack. this is a, <laughs> because some of the other guys look great. Some of the other guys clearly know what they're doing and, yeah. and were prepared and look like the military. I don't, I don't understand how you can like, if, I also was wondering, they do a lot of uh, when they're like get, doing their extraction, there is a bunch of like jargon going on. And yes, I was like, this yeah. sounds really stupid, but maybe it's like legit. I don't know. I don't know enough about like <laughs> yeah. military stuff. Yeah, it doesn't I don't sound great. <laughs> yeah. So just you know, it's okay. I'm you know, I mean, maybe the movie's like made for military guys. I don't know, but yeah, maybe for regular people, you can sort of fudge stuff so that it's like cooler. <laughs> it's this is when when we get back to the base. This is the 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 main part that kind of pissed me off. Um, I think, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about too. I it's so the whole movie, uh, at least the part that revolves around this congressman, right? Uh, we briefly mentioned it earlier, but so all the guys that left, they rescued the congressman. They get back to their base, and and uh, the whoever is the corporal or the fucking whatever in charge of the base, mm-hmm. he's like, all right, we had to get this congressman because, and then they tell the story of how this congressman, he's anti-war, he's yeah, anti-military spending. And he decided that to prove that military spending was unnecessary, he would go visit somewhere in a war zone? Did I understand that right? Yeah, I couldn't. I feel like there was like he, he was one or two ways where he was going to go there to be like, look, everything's fine. You don't need to military spend. Or go there and be like, look, everything's fucked. We didn't do anything. You don't need to yeah. spend on the military. <laughs> Like it's I, it's I the most it. it's the most insane straw man bullshit I've ever heard of. Like imagine in real life a congressperson going like doing that. That yeah, would fucking, never fucking happen. None of them would ever do that. But they had to get that they had to get that note in this movie of fucking liberals are dumb. <laughs> Um, so yeah bravo i I thought you were going to talk about the annoying thing for me was the the, like okay the the photojournalist lady what is her name like carson or something i don't know she's the fucking Uh, worst well yeah she becomes annoying later but here she's just kind of trying to do her job and everyone keeps like getting in her face and like fuck off what are you doing here we don't like you 
I'm like, okay, come on. But she's not here on her own. Someone sent right. her there. You can't just be like, yeah. get out of here. And I was just like, come on. And, you know, so, of course, her and this fucking uh, Vic, uh, the captain of the squad or whatever, they have, like, that sort of... And, again, this is this feels so much like this, you know, stupid male version of the stupid lifetime romance thing where yes. they're like, Buh, I, I have grudging respect for you eventually. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> it's just like yeah. it's the same shit <laughs> yeah oh man and I, we didn't even mention there's like this guy who like got some shrapnel in his face but he doesn't hmm. really matter uh, yeah we didn't mention because he fucking also leaves the movie forever <laughs> yeah yeah oh man uh, okay what even happens next they want to go this... back and rescue their guys but then the colonel's like you can't the taliban's nearby <laughs> yeah uh and then all of a sudden this interpreter shows up um, and he's like, hey, there's a supply truck. Oh, uh, yeah. And and this, you know, they know it's it's true because they have been expecting supplies. And they're like, where's our supplies? So interpreter shows up. He's like, hey, that supply truck that you guys were waiting on, it, it we got stranded. Something's wrong with the truck. We don't know. It's like a little ways out. We got to go get it. Mm-hmm. So a couple of the guys suit up. They go get this truck. And this is where... Dude, this fucking lady is a psycho. Mm-hmm. She is a fucking psychopath. Mm-hmm. She just goes with them. She like stows away mm-hmm. in the back of their like truck to go and like ostensibly like take some pictures. But what happens is like they get they 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 get there and everything is really tense because the guys are kind of like, you know, we still are not like really positive that this isn't a setup. We got to be super careful. And they get there and they're like, literally all of them have like guns out, like trained on the truck. And she just hops out of the back of the truck and starts taking pictures mm-hmm. like right behind them. Yeah, it was <laughs> nuts. So I could not believe it's like, of course, she's going to stow away to me. But she she is constantly yeah. doing it. she's constantly like running into the middle of like fucking war zones yeah it's like uh, okay i guess truly insane yeah that was about when i started to like losing sympathy for her. yes but it is it is yeah. wild that they have um yeah like you were saying they assume it's a setup and i also am like oh but, but this is a setup because this bashir guy is acting so fucking suspicious for no reason yep yeah. i guess i guess now that i'm thinking about it, maybe he knew that that lady was who she was the whole time and that's why he was acting weird but if not yeah, that, maybe. then like you know, he's like looking around like, you know, jerkily and and it's like just be like, hey Tyler, we're back or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> specialist Tyler, yeah. I should say, is his full title. I yeah, I w- I was ready to to, I mean, look, this movie's not the most racist movie I've ever seen, <laughs> but it definitely has that uh, Orientalist issue of where every single uh, Arab character is either like uh, a raging monster or like a docile like uh, a being to be like controlled and mm-hmm. there's no in between everyone is mm-hmm. either horrible monster or like feckless little kitten yeah um, and yeah, that is like that's like the core of orientalism that's like the definition yeah. of like fucking, so like okay yeah Vic is like a real asshole to Bashir that's oh my god yes yeah I was like whoa dude calm down you're on the same team here yeah but yeah they so, you know so they find the truck uh, Tyler's there it's totally fine um, yeah there's also a lady in the back of the truck who has like the fakest baby since speaking of American Sniper hey um, you know what though yeah this movie's not as racist as American Sniper so oh yeah mm, <laughs> no it's also not as like 
<laughs> glorifying of war because it's like look at all these like schlubby doofuses. And... <laughs> I I might have this is a wild thing to say. This movie mm-hmm. might be better than American Sniper. <laughs> in, I know that's in, a wild thing to say, but I agree. Yeah, it's like not it's not as well made, but right. I don't dislike it as much as that movie. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oof. What a fucking weird. <laughs> Anyways, the, there's some lady in the back of the truck also who, and this is interesting. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is like weird to point out, but she has, you know, is has a. Uh, I, I don't know that all the official names. She has like a head wrap on while she's in the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then over the course of the movie, that just kind of like gets more and more off yeah. until the end of the movie. It's just like totally off. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I was, uh, I was like, I don't know about that. That's yeah. Yeah. That seems like they were just like, didn't they just treat it like a piece of costuming rather right. than like yes. a cultural thing. And they're like, well, now she's distracted. So her thing fell you mean, off. <laughs> you mean they didn't do the research? What? Oh my god, I can't even imagine. Oh my god. <laughs> it's, it did do the research on how to hold a gun right, so why would they do the research <laughs> on this? Yep. Anyways, there's like a bunch of bullshit happens here. It's, They're trying to fix the thing. The whole thing turns into um, a shootout. They get ambushed. Oh yeah, and the fucking uh, Conrad's her name. The The photojournalist is also yeah. an expert marksman. So she one of, one of the guys Dude. gives her a pistol, and she fucking mercs a couple people Dude, here, too. from so fucking far away. Yeah. That's not how handguns work. You yeah, can't do like that. Laying on the ground underneath a truck, and she fucking headshots a couple guys. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's nuts. What else? Yeah, you know, what else? The One of the guys die. Oh, Tyler dies. It's so sad. Oh, yeah. Uh, Specialist, Specialist Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. Oh, so disrespectful. Um, they end up fixing the truck and then they like have to drive the other truck over next to this truck for no reason. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, but then when the Taliban's, uh, see the, um, the, uh, where are they? I don't, the, the lady that they found, the lady they picked up when they see her, yeah. they're like, Oh shit. And they all run away. They all so disperse. All the army dudes are like, what's going on? I think this was the part where I took this note and I think it was right here when uh the photographer lady is gonna get the uh uh the hostage lady like into the truck and she's like grab my hands and i'm gonna pull you or something along those lines Mm -hmm. and like uh the hostage obviously doesn't speak english and the photographer lady like is is getting the message across to her oh my god yeah looks deep into her eyes and has this like connection and just goes Mm -hmm. you're welcome and i was like (laughs) <laughs> oh no yeah dude it was the whole thing oh, of like no i know you don't understand what language i'm speaking but i'm just gonna say things very slowly and maybe yes. you'll understand like nope that's not how that works like the most uh, white savory thing. oh yeah oh yeah holy dude. cow also you're I, welcome <laughs> you're welcome i have to go back for a fucking second because i just saw a note that i took that made me laugh so hard while i was watching the movie um for some reason, I guess he's still like suspicious. Vic has uh, uh, Conrad check out the the lady that they found to be like make yeah. sure she's okay and also that she's not you know uh, carrying a bomb or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um. And so she like sees her back and she has like these. They say like oh it's whip marks on her back. Yeah. But when 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 she pulled down her shirt to show that for like a half second, <laughs> I don't know why I thought this, but I was like maybe I've seen too many movies like this. But I was like that looks like a like a werewolf attack. Is she a werewolf? Is this about to be like? <laughs> I was like, I forgot what movie I was watching, so I was like, oh, oh shit, fuck. they better be careful. 
oh, fuck, it would be so much better if she was a werewolf. Uh, I know, right? Like, oh, God, she's a werewolf. Look out. Uh, but no, sick. sadly, yeah, she's just um, yeah. been whipped by people. Man, you know what? Fucking now that, now that I'm, like, thinking about it, they really uh, fully uh, decided to discard any of the, like, cultural ideas of modesty in this movie. Like, yeah. the idea yeah. that this woman would allow, like, her... That's fucking insane. That's not Yeah, and all the dudes are just like standing anyway. there looking at her. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, they they figure out what's going on. The Bashir finally fills them in that sh- this lady they picked up. They say they just like found her in the middle of the road, which I guess maybe they did, but then he's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, she's the daughter of this like big leader guy of this like faction of the Taliban that's really yeah. close by that's about to attack your guys." It's so dumb that they didn't find that out right away, though, because basically when they get there, Bashir is like, oh, I she, I don't really speak the language that she speaks. And they're like, okay. And then later on, essentially, Vic is just like, hey, try another one. And then <laughs> yeah, which is like... Bashir does, and it works? <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe he was trying to hide her identity or something. He's yeah. like, well, if we can just get back to the base, then I'll tell him then. Oh, but yeah, maybe. I don't know, but yeah. Um Oh, yeah, this is where, yeah, Vic threatens Bashir with a gun and is like, figure out who she, like, try and talk yeah. to her again. Yeah. I'm like, god damn, dude, calm down. He's a lot. It's not It's not that important, really. Like, you got to get out of here no matter what. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. <laughs> Just take her. Yeah. Just take her with you. Figure it out later. But, yeah. So, what they're going to do is, okay, wait, because they didn't actually do this. I thought they were going to use her as an excuse to go rescue their guys because they were like, we can, or maybe it was just. Maybe they're always going to go rescue that because I thought they were going to use returning her to the Taliban right. as an excuse to their own people. Right. As why how they're but it seems like they were just using that as a plan. Like they were always going to go. They're just using this as like a plan to get in there. It seems like guys. it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. The, and they have this, so, you know, this whole kind of renegade attitude about how like you know, boss man said we can't go get our friends. Fuck that! We 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 die for our friends. We go get our friends. Yeah, you know. And so they've got this plan. Right at the same time, right at the same time, the colonel guy gets a message that like, okay, you can go save them. Yes. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? What? (laughs) This whole thing was supposed to be like, we're going against the rule. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, that's how they frame it: is that like we're just gonna go and we're gonna do a nice, you know, basically a hostage exchange. They're gonna Mm -hmm. give us our friends, and we're gonna give them uh their uh their hostage back yeah but it gets a little twisty mm-hmm. <laughs> dude fucking did you did you not see this coming i actually didn't no oh, really oh my gosh <laughs> yeah as soon as they like showed her and she had her like full face uh covered again yeah i was like oh that's not her <laughs> yeah um so yeah they they go back to wherever the the first scene had taken place and uh they're having this standoff with the whole crew of of taliban guys um also i was like i bet you any amount of money that the reason they've got so many of the taliban extras in like face cloths is because they couldn't find enough arab uh stunt Mm -hmm. performers or not that they couldn't but that they didn't care to yeah, uh, because I it's a cheap say... and shitty movie. <laughs> yeah, or that they were just reusing people. You could have the same person yep. die like ten times. Yeah, that too. In a different outfit. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, yeah, man. And uh, so yeah, they get there. Oh yeah, there's this guy named V. I guess is his name. 
Yeah. He's sort of the second in command guy, and he's running around like putting up, uh, uh, what is it called? Plastic explosives everywhere. Because yeah. um, they're going to. And like, <laughs> if they could fucking sneak in and out, like he's running around the whole town uh-huh. putting these bombs. Like, why not just sneak your friends just... out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just do that. Yeah. But instead, they like drive their big truck in. Like, maybe they knew the guy was hurt and couldn't. Well, no, no they don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so they, they do that, then they drive the big truck in, they like, hey, get your boss out, we have his daughter-in-law, or whatever. Uh-huh. And fucking guy comes out. <laughs> and <laughs> this is this, I don't remember his name. He's yeah. the leader of the Taliban. And okay, first of all, Vic goes, how? And holds his hand uh, up like a Native American, uh, like stereotypical thing. And I was like, I lost my, like, what are you even doing that doesn't have, because it's not like... <laughs> It's like he thought that this guy was a Native American and he was making fun or of him. Either that or he's just doing memes to the Taliban. Yeah. Which is then, not good. <laughs> the Taliban guy's like, ha ha, very funny. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, you speak English. I really just feel like this is just really not really the way things are in war. Oh, you mean you don't think like leaders of the <laughs> Taliban went to liberal arts colleges in the United States? Oh my god, yeah, that was another fucking straw man bullshit ass thing. I mean, you know, Ugh. yeah, he also says that he went to he went to a liberal arts college in the yeah. states on a scholarship. Like, what, yeah, what, what was he like in the Taliban already? And then he was like, maybe I'll apply for this scholarship to go learn. I don't know acting. I mean look neither of us are geopolitical experts like i'm sure this has happened maybe like you know people mm-hmm. uh you know come to the west and then return home and and then are you know radicalized but this character just is uh, super weird and mm-hmm. not yeah realistic. it's such a it feels like you know it feels like what they're kind of trying to do is make him like Almost like a Bond villain type character where he's like a sophisticated right. like, hmm, yeah. like the villain of the movie. Yeah. But this isn't the type of movie that you would do that in. Yeah. Because he also has, he matters so little. He mm-hmm. has so little like screen time. Yeah. He has like a scene. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they like reveal their plan. Surprise, surprise. It's the photographer. And this is another one where like this photographer lady is nuts Mm -hmm. she like i wonder i wish we saw the scene of them talking her into this because do you you think that she was like i don't know that sounds (laughs) you think she was like fuck yeah she's like i'm gonna get a great shot dude i'm so fucking surprised she didn't like after she pulled the pin on that grenade like take a picture of that guy as he blew up yeah uh and then steven seagal is gonna come join the fight because all those bombs that they placed around everywhere the detonators aren't gonna work but it's okay, cause he's a fucking, he's a he's a crack shot, baby. Mm, he's a sniper. He's gonna shoot all the bombs from a little rooftop, and his gun is gonna keep switching shoulders, uh, in between shots, <laughs> and that's yeah. fine. It's also and it's not it's a over. sniper rifle. So, like he only uses a sniper no. rifle in the first. This is just like a fucking regular gun that he's using. Right. Yeah. It has one of those like uh, what do you call it? The I don't know. I haven't played enough Call of Duty. One of those sights on so it. So little sniping. Um, but yeah, it's over. Yeah. And it's so funny. Like, they, you know, kill everyone, I guess. And none of them get hurt at all. And then after this, like, massacre, Vic and Conrad have, like, some flirting where they're like, hey, you're not so bad yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you just killed, like, 20 people. <laughs> well, don't you know that that's what 
the military is for. I mean, I guess so. They have to make you not give a shit about killing. True. So, yeah. in um, a way, this is perhaps the most realistic part of this entire movie. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, what's extra funny to me is they're doing this, and then all of a sudden, Steven Seagal walks down from wherever he was, and this time, he's perched the gun, like, sideways across, resting on his gut. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, man, you're not <laughs> doing yourself any favors here. <laughs> yeah, dude. And they have this, then, he, he has this dumb bit with the other main guy about like, you owe me 50 buck or whatever. And he, the other guy's like, you, you owe me 60 buck or whatever. You know how many times I saved your life. <laughs> Dude, your Steven Seagal is really good. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I really got in the, in the mindset of him. It's just like, wow. always be extra tired like you can barely finish <laughs> sentence. And then, yeah, the movie fucking ends speaking of you know stupid hero worship where the the first question that our photographer photojournalist asks him is are you really as good as everyone says you are and he just goes every once in a while uh, <laughs> and then Why? it's over and we don't get bloops but we do get the like here's a couple of shots of this character as we show you their actor name yeah so yeah hmm. So here's what I I think about this movie. Okay. I think that it is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yes. Um <laughs> I think that Steven Seagal is so bad. Uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be because Steven Seagal is not in it as much as I thought he was going to be. Yes. Yeah. I think that, you know, when you make a movie in this kind of setting, it's difficult to do. And I think there are parts of it that are slightly offensive and kind of thoughtless and kind of like, oh, you could, you know, that could have been a little more, a little more sensitive. This could have been a little better. This could have been a little more accurate, but it's not like Mm -hmm. out and out racist, you know, (laughs) like I was fully expecting it to be. So I don't know. Definitely, definitely don't like watch it. Yeah. Well, no, of course don't go watch it. (laughs) Man, I feel like the best comparison is still, this is like a fucking Lifetime movie. And yeah. I was trying to think yeah. of a television network. I just came up with it. This will be showing on the fucking Spike TV. Oh, my God, yes. Right after yeah. Mansers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <laughs> it's it's exactly that. It's the same level of quality. It's like fine, mm-hmm. whatever. They mm-hmm. make a million of them exactly like this, and the people who like it are going to watch it no matter what. So fucking, yep. you already know if you would like it. Yep. Uh, but, hey, it's free. Um, it's free officially this one's uploaded by the official youtube yeah channel. i think this is the first time we've done that isn't it <laughs> uh-huh yeah so uh don't go watch it oh boy <laughs> um yeah yeah but thanks for but uh, tuning back. in yeah yeah next week is gonna be a surprise because we don't really have a plan yet uh everyone's very busy these days we yes. might have a special fun episode with a fun special guest or we might just do regular shit yeah. so we'll have to see <laughs> a couple things up in the air uh we'll keep you posted yeah. but if you want to stay up to date with the broke box office boys you got to follow us on instagram oh yeah broke you can box post on office. instagram what it'll be yes i will uh you can also email us at brokeboxoffice@gmail.com if you have any suggestions for movies to watch or yeah. just tell me in person like this one <laughs> yeah uh yeah thanks again for the suggestion uh yes. friend of the show did i say his name greg yes. I think you did. Friend of the show, Greg. Yes. Um. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, yeah. I guess we'll we'll see you next week. 
I'll see you next time on a boat bottle. Uh, goodbye, everybody. No, no, go get me a Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> Bye.